Tell them to bring out the podcast. <laughs> God, dude. Hello and welcome to the Mad Sounds podcast. I am back with severe mental issues. And I'm joined by my wonderful occasional co-host. Hello there. Neve. Uh, unfortunately Scottish. Unfortunately from Falkirk. Oh, oh my God, don't dox me, bitch. We, we said that we live in Glasgow yes, like 800 times. Yeah. Ops got caught lacking. I live in 63. No, I was going to do a King Von joke because he was just talking about him. Uh, if you search Von. King Von on Twitter, this is. <laughs> you said it for me. So, today we're doing an album. We did Astro World last week, back into the swing of normal things. Uh, and yeah. we've thought we'd. You know what? We did rap. We've done. What albums have we done recently? Bit of Beach House, bit of Owl Shitty, bit of uh, Will Young. Um, we did not do Will Young. Will Young. <laughs> Will Young. We love Will Young in the Will podcast. Will he, though? Um, <coughs> Will I be in Phil's new, new YouTube video, though? That's amazing the real Phil. question. We're not talking about that. I'm not having okay. myself like that yet. <laughs> not yet. Well, speaking about myself, one thing I've been vocal about on this podcast is how Dark Side of the Moon doesn't scratch my testicles, as it were. <laughs> um, I don't think it does that to anyone, but fair oh, enough. Should, the way people fucking go on about it. I've been very vocal at the fact I like progressive music, as in, like, long overly long songs mm. uh, and I've been particularly vocal about certain groups King Crimson Gentle Giant uh, Caravan they don't really count but like Canterbury I'm not talking about that I'm not being that much of a fucking loser genre called Canterbury Prog it's an actual wow. genre Caravan great band Love point that. being it's high time Tarnoon. It's high <laughs> time we get ourselves stuck into some pink pretentious people Floyd. music yeah a little bit of pink yeah <laughs> Pretentious people music. Yeah. It's not, but like it kind um, of is. I suppose, yeah. If it's, you, if no, you no, claim the, the, to like no, no. Pink Floyd, you're probably it's, just doing it because It's either you people think that are should. older than us or people yeah. our age. I mean, they, well, as we're going to get into it, Pink Floyd did. Yeah. But uh, Dark Side of the Moon's overrated. But I, I think agree, we have actually. outwardly said, well, we're going to, I've said that that might be the 100th episode special mm-hmm. i've said a few times maybe not on the podcast but that i think animals is a pretty good album yeah so we downloaded a few pink floyd albums yeah a few pink floyd albums and listened to them uh-huh. while we had an explore got some books and we decided for i don't know why uh i think we chose animals because it just kind of seemed the best one out of the few that we picked mm-hmm. it was more interesting the first lesson we didn't we think... didn't we, we listened to them like in a, in a go and i remember like thinking that once our animals had finished the rest of the, the songs we heard were not as like catching yeah if that makes I sense i think uh, i mean we'll get into it a bit more animals is an interesting album it's got yeah. i mean a lot of the albums have themes and concepts and shit mm-hmm. this is incredibly conceptual we speak about reading occasionally but i think before we that links to it because this album is based off george orwell's novel animal farm yeah which was like one of the early books that i read in my kind of revitalized liking of reading yeah so we said i didn't read well not obviously i didn't read <laughs> for like ages in school and shit because i thought it was like dumb uh, but when I actually did read Animal Farm, was pretty much the first book I read. Nice. Um, when I was a bit older, like 16. Uh, and I'm a big George Orwell type guy. I've got about four of his books over there. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I have Animal Farm, I don't know. Uh, you did. I don't, know, I don't know if it's here. I haven't seen it. Yeah. But I've definitely got a few. Yeah, I'm definitely I've got, sure you did. Well, right, besides the point. But last episode... I, uh, do you think we have time to do a little, our little catch-up thing? Uh, no, I, don't know. I, I think we, we both, should. I think we've both got a lot I think we'll leave say. it for the next yeah. episode. So, we are talking about 1977's Pink Floyd album, Animals. If you didn't guess from us talking about it. <laughs> so, um, I think, important to say, this is that follow-up to Wish You Were Here, which mm-hmm. was an incredibly successful album. Thing of note. There is five songs in this album, as yeah. there was on Wish You Were Here. I think so. And Pretty much on, same, yeah. like, I uh, swear, Adam, Adam Hart Mother's Mother, yeah. the same. Uh, yeah. the, again, it's that's not unusual. It's a progressive rock album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I spoke a lot about how I really like progressive rock music. I think I've spoken before, but I got into it just from... I, I did the kind of... I think a lot of people our age that like progressive music kind of 
you listen to Kanye, you hear 21st century skits, or man, and you're like, <laughs> oh shit, that's dope. So you look up King Crimson and it kind of goes from there. Yeah. Um, I've always kind of, I don't know, I just obviously appreciate music and shit. Yeah. Uh, but a bit different for yourself because the progressive kind of music you like comes from your father. Yes. Pink yeah. Floyd included. Yeah. Specifically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a bit weird. I I wouldn't really say that um, prog rock is um, a genre I love myself. But, I mean, I don't know, I, I, I don't know about everyone else, but I definitely went through a phase of, like, just liking, like, my dad's music. Yeah. To be cool. <laughs> but then I realised that, like, out of, like, the songs that, like, he liked, I liked about, like, 4% of that. Yeah. <laughs> so when I then realised, you know what? Just listen to your girly, sad music. Like, get over, get over the stigma. Yeah. I listened to, like, it, like, maybe, like, I don't know, 10 to 20 songs out of, like, like the 17 albums or something that I was like oh my god these are so good and reality I was like like two songs off of like yeah. all the albums like really wasn't that much but Pink Floyd has always been one that was I liked the late the later stuff if that makes sense so like the newer stuff rather than like the older stuff so like from the wall onwards I was more familiar so like I've always obviously wished you were here Dark Side of the Moon, honestly, can't tell you a single song on that album. I, that I even was listened to it today. Wish were here. Uh, no, it's not. It's the one just before the. Oh, no. There's. Oh, wait, maybe it is. I don't know. I can't remember. But um, I did listen to that today out of curiosity. And I was like, this album is shit. Like, Which one? <laughs> the Dark Side of the Moon. Like, I'm sorry, but like. Well, what? I can't talk about that. Well, I know. No, I'm just oh. saying. Like, and the, just from the first listen, I was like, oh, that's like kind of pants. But. Um, that's beside the point. Yes. My own knowledge of Pink Floyd is... Also, yeah. It was yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah. I know. Um, I always am. Um, anyway, yes, my own knowledge of Pink Floyd, I really only have liked songs from The Wall and Division Bell, even though my dad hates Division Bell. But I never really delved any deeper because I was like, I don't think I like this shit. Mm-hmm. So I decided, that's why I decided, I was like, oh, pick one that I don't, I'm not familiar with. So we did Animals. Yeah. So um, I've listened to this album earlier in my life. I've listened to a few Pink Floyd albums. This one stuck out, obviously, just kind of interest in the thing. Um, Animal Farm's a weird book. Have you ever read it? No. It's 100 pages. It's very short. My friend went um, to school yeah. for part of her dissertation. It's, it's very short. It's... All right. I mean, it's a short story. It's a cool concept. Do you know what it is? It's like yeah, a yeah. Political... I'm, I'm, when when she read it, we like she, she we were in the class together and we kind of talked about our books and stuff. So like I know like what each of the animals like represents and stuff, yeah. which is good because that's spoken it about helps. this album. Yeah, this album. Yeah, yeah. We'll get into it. So it's broken up. It's kind of bookended by these like sweet little love songs. Um, yeah. I read somewhere that one of them all well both the same song but it's yeah. like pigs on the part wing one, we'll talk two. about i'm pretty sure it's like for his wife or whatever but then mm. in the core of the album is these three songs you've got dogs pigs three different ones and you've got sheep, sheep. um yeah. and i think this is kind of what makes this album quite special is that it's i mean it's not it's not special but i think it, it's very fleshed out and it's also mm. incredibly lyrical yeah um so, kind of, nineteen seventy five was when "Wishing You Wish You Were Here" came out. Uh, mm-hmm. That was like five stars all over the gaff, and then yeah. the kind of hoarded works and stuff, and then dropped this. And I think it, I would like to preface by I don't know about yourself, but mm-hmm. uh, before you all get like vexed at me and that, mm-hmm. I listened to the two thousand and eleven remaster because. Uh, I'm not listening to it on YouTube because obviously the quality would be atrocious and on Spotify the original you can only listen to f- you can't listen to dogs which is like oh really the kind of descent it's not yeah it's not on Spotify I listen to the original Big up Apple Music mm-hmm. don't um, <laughs> yeah we, I listened to the because the, there was the remastered one and then there was also apparently the one. 2018 oh, wait, no. remastered one's the best 
I think... Oh, no, yeah, I have been listening to 1977. Hmm. Yeah, I can't listen... Well, you can listen to all of it apart from dogs. Huh. Um, that's weird. So, a kind of standout thing. So, this was kind of early punk days we're talking now. Mm. Uh, you're getting the start of... You all know British punk bands. I'm sure if you don't, Google it. Um, <laughs> but you can know this is the start of kind of punk becoming a thing, a bit more rebellious mm-hmm. music. And a lot of people kind of cite that as production shit. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> I forgot to talk. A lot of people reference that as like production things for this album. Um, oh. But the first song, P- Pigs on the Wing, no, part Flat, yeah. what is that what it's called? On Pigs on the Wing, part, part one, one. Yeah. Um, is a sweet little acoustic song. Yeah. That is like a minute long. Mm. Um, and it, as I said, bookends the record. You've got it at the start and you've got it at the end. Yeah. Um, I have. Uh, it's cute. Yeah. I have put that. Um, yeah. The uh, Pigs on the Wing part one. Um, it's good and easy, easy listening. And it's probably like one of the my favorites on the album. But then it is only a minute. So I probably wouldn't like it if it was longer. I think that it is... It's like a minute and 24. So I think that it's actually kind of interesting, right? So this is very conceptual work, as you you don't know. (laughs) I'm trying to make it entertaining as opposed to just being nerdy um, by being a freak, apparently. Uh, Balls. Right, okay. (laughs) Right, no, no, it's interesting because it's a very concept... Well, well, conceptual. Talk about politics a lot. Specifically one song, we'll get to it, is really kind of funny. Um, Mm. And I think that it's good because the politics have aged particularly well on this, at least in my opinion, Mm -hmm. Um, because I, yes, um, I agree with a lot of what they say. Yeah. I like a lot of what they say. But Pigs in the Wing part one and two, as I said, love songs that Roger Walters wrote for his, is that his name? Yeah, Waters. Yeah. Waters. Waters. Walter. <laughs> Walters. Walter. I don't know if that was a reference. <laughs> Walter White. <laughs> anyway, oh my God, where is uh, this going? Waters, right. So it's interesting because this is kind of like a positive intro and outro, but it's yeah. not really connected yeah, to that, the album. Yeah, to be fair, I was thinking that. I was like, I guess it makes sense if like, I mean, because he's supposed to be a dog. Mm. Like that's what the thing is. Mm-hmm. He's a dog. So maybe he's like, well, I don't know, maybe he's, like, not treating her very well. But then at the end, he's like, oh, it's fine. Like, yeah, you do care the about only me, and kind I care of about you too. relevance that this song has to the rest of the album, apart from being, like, a positive thing, mm-hmm. I suppose it kind of insinuates that it's not all uh, awful. But yeah. there is, like, a flying pig on the album cover. So I suppose yeah. if you're so inclined, you could say that. But we'll get on to the song that a lot of people consider to be not only one of the well a lot of people would consider it to be the best song on the album yeah. a lot of people would probably consider it pink floyd's magnum opus and um, wow. i do not think it is the best song on the album i also no. don't really it so we've got dogs yeah right. the dogs right i think no. we'll we're not talking about toes <laughs> let's, let's add some structure let's not ramble so much dogs is a very memorable song but I think that that is purely due to it being so long. It's and 17 having, minutes. And having multiple like changes to sound. Because when I first listened to the song, the only reason that I noticed like it being like different was because I thought the song changed. And then I was like, oh my God, there's still eight minutes left. Mm-hmm. What is happening? And it's not like... It's all right, but honestly too long for me far too long for me i hate i the one thing i hate about pink floyd right and this is purely a personal thing is they really need to just like cut down their fucking instrumental bits like babe no one needs to hear you play the same four chords and they've always got the screechy like whatever the hell that is just so just make it like a minute it doesn't need to be five minutes i like like prog music Mm -hmm. so i like that and I actually think that one of the places that this song succeeds is that it remains kind of... You've got these like acoustic chords that go throughout. You've got mm-hmm. a lot of... Uh, firstly, uh, this might be to do with the, the version I listen to, but with yeah. headphones on, uh-huh. uh, there's a lot of... There's some quite creative stuff going on with the use of stereo. Mm. Um, chances are that is potentially just like a... Because of the version I listen to. But... Mm. 
the guitar work, the lead is fantastic and it kind of builds up as it goes on. There's a lot of space in it. Mm-hmm. Everything's quite clear while also being kind of, it is still in your face. Um, yeah. You have the bass with, I love the tone of the bass. It's very like midi. Uh, it's very, it kind of plods along for the majority of the track. Mm-hmm. But I think, and also the the, the drumming compared to the rest of the album isn't that great it's just kind of simple and Mm -hmm. it kind of goes um i get the appeal but where this song really shines right well no it has some other bits that shine maybe should i talk about should we do music first and then get on the lyrics sure so uh i think uh, well around five minutes in there's the first like break the song's kind of separated into chunks between the verses Uh there's some really good guitar work it's very complex and delicate but it's also not so com not complex in a way that's like that's all you can hear mm-hmm. it blends very well about eight minutes in there's a kind of drum break that's really fucking cool yeah uh that adds a bit of variety uh there's a cool production shit because his his voice like and the oh oh yeah it's kind of like yeah. an alarm uh that's really cool and there's like mm-hmm. a piano pad sounding thing that adds to it and it kind of escalates in it yeah adds some nice depth because as you said this is a 70 minute song which in traditional progressive fashion tends to rely on the same kind of motifs and whatever yeah um but what i will say is i like the bit with the keys and stuff because it's kind of some runescape crossed with sci-fi fucking <laughs> mad shit yeah that's pretty cool there's um about 10 minutes in it gets really interesting i really like the distorted lead bit mm-hmm. uh, and then it goes kind of at the end it fades out to some acoustic guitar um yeah with all that being said this song is 17 minutes long and i can't lie compared to i like it yeah but compared to the other songs on the album it Mm -hmm. doesn't quite hit the same Uh uh it's not to do with the length i just don't like some of what it does as much yeah a lot of the elements like the bits that are a bit heavier or the bits that are more about the lyrics are i mean what i will say is the vocal melody is perfect uh, but I, do, I don't know. I feel like I would like a little bit more. I don't know. But to, as, as a reference, right? So I said to you that I was going to find songs to talk about that weren't by Pink Floyd as a reference. So yeah. around the same time as this, Red by King Crimson came out, which is a really heavy album. Yeah. Um, And I thought that was a good reference point because some of what I like about songs later on in this record mm-hmm. is the heaviness they bring. Right. And this song had me confused as to why people would talk about punk production. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I don't know. I think, yeah, I mean, it's good, but mm-hmm. I'd, I like things that are happening, but yeah. it doesn't quite hit perfectly. I think I'd like if they just, mm, I'd like if this song was broke up into two and mm-hmm. they let different elements take part of each part. Yeah. However, li- well, no. Firstly, lyrically, mm-hmm. uh, fantastic, but it doesn't go with the music quite as well, I don't think. The alarm part, how I said his voice goes, oh, oh, yeah, that yeah. works. That kind of adds to the urgency. But lyrically, this song is kind of, the, the dogs are used as a representation of somebody working, tr- no, striving to do something with your life. Mm-hmm. while also trying to not get dragged into the daily kind of grind of just existing. Oh. Uh, that's what I took it as. I, could I say what I took it as? I thought the dogs were like <laughs> the scum of the earth. Like, you're, this is going to sound so Yeah, you were not that interesting. <laughs> The, the bad poor the, no not the, not even poor people the bad people of the world because i mean it talks about like backstabbing and it like does. you know like watch out for the dogs so like i thought the dogs were like the criminals like the, the ones that are like doing bad things i think i would interpret it more as they're just the people mm. normal people but then who are the sheep then the people that just follow blindly mm, but wouldn't that be workers then no nah. okay you have strikes and things don't you <laughs> Yeah, I suppose. If you look kind of felt, especially the era, a lot of this album fixates on. Yeah. Um, I take it, right, as the the dogs are people who... Right, read some lyrics for you. 
you got to be crazy. You got to have a real need. Got to sleep on your toes when you're on the street. Got to be able to pick out the easy meat with your eyes closed, which I love how that goes in the song, by the way. Mm-hmm. The way he sings it is fantastic. Um, a lot of this verse, so the first verse, yeah. I take it as, yeah, you're right. It, it It's basically describing people that have a need to survive. Yeah. But I feel like that is kind of where the trap comes that's what, in my mind, what's being described is the trap is you have a need to survive, so you work. Yeah. And then as time goes on, you devote more and more of your life to your work. And eventually, you don't have anything else. Yeah. And the second verse, I think, kind of encapsulates that. Uh, because it says, and in the end, you'll pack up and fly down south, hide your head in the sand, just another old man all alone and dying of cancer. Mm. as in you're gonna do you know you'll work you'll get old you'll retire you'll move down south and then you'll die you'll expire and mm. um, i think no matter what you think you can't say it's not a fantastically written song mm. um yeah i don't know that's just what i took the song to be about mm-hmm. um i think as we can see here on genius yeah. uh some kind of big annotations for it um it's kind of it's been suggested that it's been inspired by a poem which describes a world corrupted by love of money which i think Mm. is pretty perfect yeah Uh, first and foremost a lot of the lines begin with uh who which is kind of from that poem even though the guys denied it but i think that that this is a good testament to this album uh, how relevant a lot of these lyrics are Mm -hmm. and i think they do hit hard, and at the last verse, the fourth verse, mm-hmm. he kind of he kind of talks about him as the dog being used and being like the runt, and feeling like he can't escape. It's it's almost similar to "Stuck Inside" by High Street. <laughs> That's my song from my old band, <laughs> where I basically spoke about the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, that's just what I'd take it as. I'm sure your interpretation also makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And I think that just adds to the fact that it's a well-written song. Hmm. Not my favourite, not my least favourite. Yeah. And because this album's short enough, I think we're justified to give each track a rating. Yeah, uh, we'll do sure. Pigs in the Wing at the end. But what would you give this song out of 10? Like a four. Oh, wow. That's low. <laughs> I'd say seven, 6.5. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. No, I... I'll say seven, right? I'll say seven. Every time I listened to Dogs, I just wanted it to end. Wow. It was, yeah, not my cup of tea. But I think, again, that it's a, it's not your genre. Don't, to be fair, though, I think that, that some of the lyrics were cool. Yeah. I but definitely found myself being like, oh, that's kind of cool. It's a fascinating song, but I like it. But again, I think we'll disagree on certain things. Yeah. But that song more fair, than the other ones because I like that. I've talked it before. I enjoy. It's like a book. Like I like yeah. a song that I can get lost in mm-hmm. for hours. See, I think I would like it more if the lyrics weren't literally spread out with like five minutes in between them. See if he like sang in bigger chunks, maybe I'd like it. Mm. But the 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 lyrics being so sprawled out, they were just all over the place in my head. I okay. was like. Oh, that does make sense. Too many animals um, for me. I feel like that was one of the more endearing qualities of it to me. Yeah. But I think that's more because you do tend to find that long, long music mm-hmm. doesn't go well with lyrics a lot of the time. Huh. You've obviously got songs, you've got Wilshire, you've got the 10 minute All Too Well, you've got mm. um, Dance With The Devil, just off the top of my head. Yeah. They're all... 10 minute long lyrical songs yeah but in a longer context if this song was this long and it was i don't know it wouldn't be this long mm-hmm. do you know what i mean yeah um that's just yeah. i also think that this kind of applies to the whole album but obviously like dogs is the longest song but i honestly think that this album in general it it's not made for you to listen to the songs individually it is made mm, yeah. as a vinyl. It is. You listen to it um, in one sitting. 100%. So I don't think that if so like see like like I was saying Just with saying like, I'd love this album in vinyl. <laughs> like see how I was saying that like I picked out songs from the other albums, so, like The Wall and like all that kind of thing. 
those ones, yes, although it is like, the wall is like such a big concept album. I mean, obviously, so is this. But I think that that has qualities to it where like you can listen to it without the context yeah. of the album. Whereas think, this one is so connected because yeah. each song and is also, like a stage. None of these songs have any pop quality. Oh no! Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. even the catchy bits, like the pick out the easy me that you you're not gonna yeah. like, you know no, what I mean yeah, the, the, yeah. this it almost speaks to the different times I suppose but yeah, exactly. it is meant to be listened to For as sure, a, a yeah. project yeah yeah now pigs three different ones the second part of the three song kind of core of the record and mm-hmm. um, so we've had the dogs introduced who I kind of neglected to mention the fact that it talks okay I neglected an important part of that song I realized okay obviously the point to me about dogs is that it's people that try and bet them no that uh stuck at the bottom but also i can't believe i didn't mention this Uh Uh, also important to note that part of them being the poor people or not poor but like the the people that are likely to be in worse situations and fall into the trap also out of desperation naturally as you would expect these are the same people that would become vicious dogs wolves yeah yeah, Um, yeah That's important to just kind of preface, yeah. just because that makes the distinction all the more clear between uh-huh. the three categories. Next up, we're talking about pigs now. Which, the top of the pack in order. Yeah, so in Animal Farm, the pigs are the quote-unquote clever ones, the yeah. ones that orchestrate everything. The wretches. The dicks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the cunts. Um, so in this song, we kind of get a representation of the three different pigs. And I, oh my God, like, I know I said I like this album and I listened to it and I was like, I don't like it as much as did. That's because dogs didn't mm-hmm. blow me away. Oh my God, the next two songs are like, oh my Jesus Christ, they are so fucking good. So you got the start, of the, it, I love the way this song is laid out. Okay, I'll let you because okay. I, I, can, I'm, I can ramble. Yeah, Um. so I actually really, well, okay, that's an exaggeration. I like this one. But it's a bit shorter, it's I about got 10 minutes, 11 minutes. So, so disappointed. This song gave me fucking blue balls, man. Where is all the mad shit with the pigs? It's, I was so excited. It started off so fucking sick. There was pig noises and it was intertwining with the instrumental. I was so happy. I was like, oh my God, this is what I wanted with this album. And then it disappeared. And then it you was just... You would love the song Meat just, is Murder by the Smiths. Then it literally just turned into like the same old shit. And I was like... I actually got so annoyed when I listened to it. I was like, this is so disappointing. But the... Ha ha, charade you are. That bit. Only good bit of the song. Like literally that and then the pig noises oh, at the start. I didn't like this album. I really didn't. Like I was so disappointed with this album. Like where is my animal noises? It's called animals. Where are the animals? You get like one bark or two in dogs. The crazy shit at the start of this. The sheep at the end. Okay, actually sheep is sheep's got a little bit better with the pig noise the noises, right? But I was so, so utterly disappointed with this song. I really was like the start sounded so cool. And then like the pig noise was like Oh, it, will, it like rippled in your ear and I was like, this is exactly what I wanted. And then he took it off me and I was like, what are you doing to me right now? Like I was, oh, I got so annoyed. But my other thing is um, that, yeah, so the catchy bit has been stuck in my head for ages, but I wish it was shorter as well. But yeah, I don't know. This this album really, really disappointed me. Like, I got so annoyed. So, like, look, Pig Snort. It even says it in the lyrics. Why did you not give not me lyric. more? Well, part of the, like, the thing. <laughs> but so, why did you not give me it more? It starts with some like eerie piano keys and some like broken up chords. The bass line over the top is like, insane. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, we'll get into the lyrics at the end of talking about the music, but I love I love how it's structured. Um, the vocal melody, as we said, the sure you are, yeah. sounds amazing. Um, there's these like key runs that it was like, mm-hmm. uh, there's like breathing, there's a lot of noise. Um, there's a cowbell at one point. Seabum, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> <bum>, dumbbell. <laughs> the, the, just the way the song is composed is phenomenal. The way that mm-hmm. all these kind of elements don't necessarily change that much throughout the song but they will come back into 
focus and it, I really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think his song's perfect. I want like that. There isn't anything more I could ask for a song. When I said that Black Seminole by Lil Yachty was like, mm-hmm. that is what I wanted to see from the rest of that album and I didn't get it and that's why I don't like it that much. Yeah. But when I say that that missed something, this song has that something. Mm-hmm. Um, the guitar solo is just all the guitar is beautiful it's so well played um there's a part where his voice kind of emulates the guitar and then it sounds like an oink and it's mm-hmm. really jarring but it works so well uh the final kind of quarter brings back like the ethereal keys like almost like a synth type of thing uh obviously technology and stuff at the time it'll there's the blah 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 mm-hmm. um there's some really cool like radio effect on his voice Mm-hmm. Uh, the end of the song is loud, angry, and I see where people get this punk yeah. lark from. Uh, and it concludes with bird noises and stuff, and it's it like a calm end to what is a very intense, angry. Yeah. It, it makes one a spaff. Wow. <laughs> sorry, I, I had to say something funny. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, ma'am. See, I, I do, to be fair, I like the structure of this as well because, like, it. It, like he's pointing out people that are being fake specifically yeah he talks about margaret thatcher <laughs> and he even changed the lyrics at one point oh yeah he's right so this song has been played live and at one point the bit uh, he actually just put margaret thatcher's name in Instead the song at one Mary. point yeah ah, okay. right uh, no in fact i'll tell you so we'll go in fact we'll go through the song but also there's also one time he played the song with pictures of Donald Trump behind him. <laughs> so this song is about the three pigs who he links to real people quite cleverly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he talks about, so Charade You Are is the repeating melody part. Yeah. Uh, what do you tell that to me? That they're being fake? Yeah, basically. They're playing a, yeah. They're I, I just street, wanted yeah. to include you. Um, <laughs> yeah. You can leave it. Oh, thanks. Yep. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so we've got the first verse saying big man, pig man. Obviously, Harry Potter reference talking about <laughs> his <laughs> uncle. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, uh, rest in peace, dog. Um, oh, yeah, he did die in real uh, life. Uh, so, in fact, we've got, we're lucky because in 2019, a big Rog did uh, an interview where he explained that big man, pig man is talking about just businessmen that want to make money, which is obviously yeah. a thing in this album because uh-huh. the pigs represent that, but also the dogs are vicious and they want to make money and the dogs can become pigs, but not literally because an animal farm, they're all animals. Yeah. Um, he talks about <laughs> politicians not keeping promises. You've got, uh, yeah. when your hand is on your heart, you're nearly a good laugh, almost a joker. Um, he's got a part saying keep on digging, which kind of suggests... <laughs> that you should keep doing it it kind of so okay so it goes with your heads down in the pig bin uh i mean he's talking about pigs obviously but he's suggesting that these pigs are connected with dirty things he's using them being stuck in the pig bin is not only literal because pigs but also as like these politicians and these greedy people are feasting upon it uh, and saying keep on digging obviously is saying that you know they're going to keep going mm-hmm. uh, obviously using Pigs being fat as like greed. Yeah. Really obvious metaphor. Animal Farm itself is a really on the nose book. Yeah. But I think that that's done well in song form here. Mm-hmm. I think some of the lyrics border on being almost too literal, but in the context of an album that is this deep and full mm-hmm. of shite, I feel like you almost want that because. With songs that are a bit more convoluted, you would need to listen to it multiple times to get it, and that isn't really something you want to be doing with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This not a long album, but the songs are long. Yeah. You've got the refrain of "You're nearly a, na- a laugh, uh, but you're really a cry." Uh, you know, there'd be something to laugh about. Well, I think that is more relevant than anything, isn't it? It it would be funny, but it's kind of fucking everything up. Yeah. Uh, it's mental how relevant this song is now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, just in the world in general. Uh, the second verse, it brought in whenever you want, by the way. Yeah. The second verse, uh, he's just kind of... I mean, I assume it's about someone specific. Uh, he's later referenced... Mar- he, he changed one of the words in the next verse to Margaret Thatcher. But 
this verse would quite, with the public opinion at the time, this verse would very well describe Margaret Thatcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just for, I mean, he says, you fucked up old hag. Uh, he says, you radiate cold shafts of broken glass. Uh, the, so the repeated the things. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I was waiting, I was hoping some, well, someone would say that. Uh, he also does the you're almost a good laugh, almost worth a grin. Uh, also, yeah. you like the feel of steel, um, metal. Um, again, you've got the refrain, and then the last verse, you've got "Hey, you White House," which is what he changed to. Thatcher, but yeah. Mary Whitehouse, who he just name drops, bro was dissing before <laughs> rap was even a thing. Uh, he attacks a controversial conservative woman, Mary Whitehouse. Mm. Um, a fun fact: when this came out, the White House in America took this as a diss at them, um, and a lot of people would brand Pink Floyd as anti-American, but obviously that's not true. Uh, in the eighties, he changed it to "Hey You Thatcher," uh, and. Yeah, nowadays he actually has said that he is singing about the White House. Fair enough. Um, so there you go. Um, I feel like, yeah, I mean, I don't need to go too much more into it. This song is about the pigs. Yeah. There's three pigs, there's three verses. I think this song's fucking phenomenal. And it mm. ends with farm noises, which leads us nicely into the sheep. third song. I think... Sheep. Um... What I'll say now, because I feel like I'm being a bit silent, uh, what I'm going to say is, is that I think that um, this album, I feel like I'd like it more. I don't want to, this is going to sound so bad. I feel like I'd like it more if I was a man and I was, and and if I was into politics. Like, this song is just... Not song, but this album is just so... Male politics. How? I don't know, but, like, I don't know. I just don't get it. I don't get it. But then also, I really... Is this not because you're not interested in... Yeah, like, I really hate politics. Like, if I put, like, half of the books I read in front of you, you'd probably want to die. Like, genuinely, I, I honestly, I hate politics so much... That I would just cry if anyone talks about it. Like I hate it so badly. But like I don't know, I just I just get the vibe that like I just don't understand it. Like maybe if I read Animal Farm, but then also like I know what happens in Animal Farm. Animal Farm so, is like, very on the nose. Like it's you've you like, already yeah, know it. Like, no, I know what happens in it, but like also like I don't know if I'm missing something because I've not like, you know, like read every single bit of it. But yeah, I don't know. The the album I feel because it is so political, you kinda have to be in that mindset to to enjoy it or mm. get it because i think i get it like i know i understand what the album means but does it affect me does it get me in the feels no i think i'd disagree so obviously I suppose, I never thought about this until now, but I suppose, obviously, the punk themes carry over to the lyrics. Yeah. Um, I think, I don't think you necessarily have to be political to like it. I mm. think the fact that it's about politics is kind of a, it's just a factor. Uh, but equally, I think that a lot of amazing art and stuff comes from what's happening in the world. Mm. And I feel like, you don't necessarily need to take this as on the nose as political and more as just kind of an observation on society. Um, but I get that that can that sounds quite heavy, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say so. I mean, you don't have to... I mean, everyone relates to it, whether you want to or not, mm-hmm. I suppose, because it's not really something that you have like a... You can't really be like, oh, literally me. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, you know... It's too general for that. Yeah. Um, well, like, I wh- think that it doesn't help that you don't listen to this kind of music. Hmm. Like, I think that that obviously is going to be quite a big factor in you not liking it as much as I do. Yeah. I think the only thing I just, I don't connect with it so much because, I mean, I've literally said this on the podcast about a million times now, but my two criteria for songs is really good song or really good lyrics 
But that means to me that, like, it is either word for word what I'm feeling or have felt. This just goes over my head. I, like, no matter, see how, like, like, you know how it's, like, you could relate it to, like, working, like, a dead-end job and, like, you know, like, where are you going in life, this kind of stuff. Like, that. Like I'm going, like, me, but, like, I don't really care about that stuff, which doesn't help. Like, I genuinely could be, like, I don't know, bottom of the pecking order and this is, like, literally my life. But so because would I you don't say care about that. that this album is orientated towards a mature audience? Yes, but because no. it tends to be people that are older that care about things like this. Yeah, I think I'll I'll rephrase it not to just not to mature, but to somebody. Breast. What? Look. Wow! Thanks for that. Anyway. Breast. Stop! That's literally a man. <laughs> Sorry, we've got we're on the genius thing and it plays videos. I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I, I'm sure there's there's probably a million people out there just like me, but I genuinely think that my personality, I just like to be obliviously naive, and like, oh, tell me that's happening in the world and people are dying. That's sad. I suppose. And I'm like, no, I'm just going to live my little bubble of I'm still 14 years old and I'm, you know, I've just got a job and I'm getting money, but like, I'm still a kid. So like, this stuff like, oh, it fries my I brain. suppose. Um, so maybe mature is the word, but I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it is. I suppose the problem with saying mature is it suggests that not like it makes you mature, which I'm not saying that. Yeah. But I feel like, Yeah. I mean, Pink Floyd are obviously a, a dad band anyway. Yeah, well, so. see, because, I mean, the problem is, though, is that, like... Does your dad like this album? I have no idea. Ask him. <laughs> Tell right him I now. asked. Okay, well, I'll, I'll text him right Tell him I asked what he thinks of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also tell him we're doing an episode in it, because... I did. I'm going to be hurry up, and I'm going to okay. say that, uh, first and foremost, in Animal Farm, the sheep are portrayed as... Dumb. I hesitate saying idiots, but they are presented as idiots. <laughs> just, you know, they get told the very shoulders. early on in the book, uh, four legs good, two legs bad, and they would shout that throughout the the book or the film right, if you watch okay. the film. Yeah. And the pigs end up standing on two legs. Oh. Yeah. No, I knew that. I knew that. Um, so, this song, um, obviously it talks about, you know, <laughs> the sheep. They follow. Mm-hmm. They are... They they give they're given rules and they live by them. Uh, he says begins a song with harmlessly passing your time in the grassland away. You know he basically that sets out pretty well. He's going uh-huh. to talk about the fact that they're just okay, only dimly aware of an uncertain ease in the air. There you are. Mm. Um, oh God, maybe I'm a sheep. <laughs> maybe I'm a sheep. Maybe I'm definitely a sheep. Yeah, uh, he's saying that they're oblivious and they're just gonna do what they're told, which I wouldn't say you are. Oh my god, no, that is me. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> That's literally <laughs> me. Like I had to get a job, so I'm like, okay, I will. <laughs> yeah. Um. So right, I would like to say that there's some beautiful keys that start this again. It sounds very fresh. Mm. Uh, there's this building bass line over the shimmery keys that mm. are played. The drumming is strong. Mm-hmm. It's a very marchy song. It's heavier. Yeah. It takes. I honestly heard elements from like heavy metal and shit, mm-hmm. Iron Maiden and stuff. To those that don't know, heavy metal isn't like black metal. Um, it's a bit different. It's a mm-hmm. bit more kind of camp sounding. It's very nice. to like check out like Saxon, Iron Maiden, obviously that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know that that's kind of just I hear influences from that. It's a pretty heavy song considering when it came out. Mm. Not as heavy as anything of Red by King Crimson, but hey. Um, also, the last word in some of the lyrics here extend and become like an effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I thought this was surprising. It's heavy. There's some distorted kind of bass and stuff. Yeah. It's a beautiful solo. And at the end, it's almost kind of poppy. Mm. Now, we could do it if we didn't do the song and pick yeah. apart verses and stuff. Uh, but... I... Well, I've literally only got one thing to say. Okay. Um, the very middle, like literally the very middle, 
of this song is so fucking sick with the chant. Yes, agreed. Like that's so sick. And they gave me my noises. They gave me the sheep noises. Thank you very much. And then they took it away and they sounded exactly like where should we hear again? And I was like, like the whole album, you can tell. Actually, I forgot to say this at the start. You can tell about so there's five albums between Amagama and The Wall, right? And uh, that is Wish You Were Here, Dark Side of the Moon, Atom Heart Mother, Animals, and I love how much you butchered that order. I don't know the order, but and one more I can't remember, which is sorry about that, but. They all are very, very similar. <laughs> like, I listened to... Stop! I listened to them very, like, vaguely. And um, they, honestly, to my ears, are so damn similar, it's painful. But the only good thing about this album is the one or two noise of the animal. And then that's the only thing that like up, like splits them apart, really. Whoa. <laughs> You're funny. Literally, uh, the, no, I just wanted the animal not noises. Not to wish you were here for years, um, but what I've read and stuff, and what I remember is it sounds different to this, which kind of <laughs> made this so stark. But I do recall that a lot of the time we'll talk about an artist, and I'll mention how mad it is how different the music sounds. Uh, for example. Arctic Monkeys, I, you once said it was, I played you two songs and it was to the effect of like, Betty Look on the Dance Floor and Are You Mine? Mm. And you said like, they sounded like they're from the same album. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> that's, that's just funny. But like also like, I'm not, I'm not even being stupid, right? <laughs> Genuinely, those five albums, if they were all the same album and it was just a really long album, who would tell the difference? Okay, maybe not this album, this is the only one that is different. But that's because... Oh, that's no, 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 no. You just said it sounds like Wish You Were Here. It does, instrumentally, but conceptually, it breaks oh, them apart. You can't hear the concept. That's not the point. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that if this was not surrounded by animals and the songs were called elsewhere and there wasn't any animal noises whatsoever, it would be the exact same. Because the instruments, the stuff that they use to create the sounds of the music... <laughs> Are exactly the same. Your dad's going to be livid. I don't really care. <laughs> they all sound the same. Like genuinely, play, take out the lyrics of "Wish You Were Here" and take out the lyrics of I don't know. Let's see which one. Dogs. Right. We're going to do that afterwards. Right. Take out the lyrics. You can actually on Apple Music. So you can make a karaoke song. Right. Okay. So take out the lyrics of "Wish You Were Here." Take out the lyrics of "Dogs." They will sound so freaking similar. It's unreal. And it's because I mean I'm sorry, Pink Floyd. Actually, do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you under the water, Roger Waters, and David Gilmore. Yous aren't shit. But not Sid Barrett. No, because I was left. no no because I was gonna, I'm gonna talk about Sid Barrett because I went back. Now my dad will vouch for this. I went back and I listened to Amagama, right? And it gave me everything I wanted from this album. It gave me everything, and I was like, do you know what, Sid? You're a bay. There you go. But then the five albums between... So Sid left and Amagama, right? Five albums. Then The Wall. And I don't know, they just like... I don't know, they just like started pissing rainbows with The Wall. Because that sounds really cool. Still sounds quite similar, but it's better. But then you said it's like more poppy, so maybe that's why I prefer it. Probably. But anyway, yeah. You do like, you like the five, the five, The five albums in between... <sighs> lackluster if i do say so myself we're talking about animals we are uh, and as i was saying <laughs> uh no i appreciate the tangent that's good i do it you should yeah. do it um but what what blah, blah, blah. what i was gonna say is mm-hmm. uh i think you're all best off just experiencing sheep in your own thing i don't want to break down the lyrics go listen mm-hmm. to it. it i also thought it was perfect we end the album with pigs on the we haven't rated them oh Oh well, we'll do it at the we'll end. We'll go back, yeah. We have we finished the album with Pigs on the Wing Part Two, which was a nice conclusion. It well, was nice. It's the positive note at the end of the album. Yeah, I actually when I listened to it like the first time through, I was like, oh my god, wait, I've really restarted the album, mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh my god, wait, no, the lyrics are different. Like this is kind of like cute. Um, 
and yeah, I think it's just a yeah. I literally wrote that it was a nice conclusion. Well, it is actually because it. well, it's positive in a way, um, and it could be interpreted as the second part of the love song, but it does actually bring the album to a conclusion, then allowing the album to loop, because mm-hmm. lyrically it basically shuts off the fa- the pigs, right? Yeah. And it basically says that what it means. Now that I've found somewhere safe to bury my bone, and any fool knows a dog need a home, a shelter from pigs in the wing. Uh, and before that, it says, "So I don't feel alone or the weight of the stone." Um, you can kind of interpret this as the sheep winning, revolting, mm-hmm. and then the cycle begins again. Like I believe, I can't remember. I swear, in Animal Farm, the pigs get overthrown. Oh no, the pigs overthrow people, and then they become people. Yeah. And the cycle starts. So mm-hmm. there you go, animals. Yeah. By Pink Floyd. First name Pink, second name Floyd. Yeah. Um, yes. We have probably never disagreed more. Yeah. Maybe apart from Taylor Swift. Probably, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I do think I feel like that... I need to do a full episode explaining my opinion on Taylor Swift. Fair enough. Because it is so complicated. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Like, I like her. I don't get the infatuation. I think she's got some amazing music. But I also think that it's men- mental how much of a cash grab she is. That deserves a full episode. <laughs> okay, but we're not talking about that right no, now. No, we're not. But yeah, I think, uh, honestly, to be fair, right? See, with this album, when we when you first mentioned Pink Floyd, and then you had obviously, you, you genuinely had talked about animals before, right? But I th- I'll tell you exactly why I'm so disappointed with this album. And it's because I thought Animals was Amagama. And I thought that you we were going to listen... You said the name of that album loads, but we never prefaced that is the name of an album by Pink Oh Floyd. yeah, that's another album. That was the, the last one that said Barrett did. But, yes. With Animals... Because I have I had never delved in animals or even Amagama before this, it was the stuff that was on Amagama, that word doesn't mean anything now, but because the stuff that was on that album was what I was expecting to hear on animals because I thought that's what that album was, going in and then hearing normal music and not batshit insane like pig noises and sheep noises and all that jazz... I was so let down that it was so normal. And I was like, oh, this is not what I wanted. So then when I went back and I listened to Amagama, one of my dad's songs that he always talks about is the Pecks in a Cave song. That song is batshit. And it's got like little things in it. And I'm like, you know what? That. And then I went and looked and realized it was two different people. And I was like, do you know what? Fair enough. Sid left the experimental, whimsical shit when he left. And then Pink Floyd became something new. So it's allowed to progress, but I preferred what it was before. But then, like I said, after the five albums in between, I was like, yes, The Wall, great album. Then after that, I fell off again. So maybe I just like the wall because it's like, I don't know, less longer songs, I guess. Because <laughs> I mean, all the five albums in between, all of them are short, but the songs are really long. So maybe I'm just not equipped for long songs. Yeah. But then I suppose, oh, I suppose, I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know. I was just kind of let down because it wasn't as experimental as I was hoping. I was dissatisfied with the stuff, but they, they they tried with some of the songs, but I wish they had just incorporated it throughout the song and not just in one bit, because they, it was annoying that they just did it in one bit, because they started off really well, like with like the peg noises and stuff. I was like yes, and then they never went back to it, and it was the same in dogs. Fair enough. I'm pretty sure they used the, the like the dogs barking in throughout dogs, but that's it just the barking there's not like there's not any like weird like oh what's that 
is that a dog? What's that noise? Like, there's no like whimpers or anything like that. There's nothing like other than the bark. Then with sheep, you've got the bit at the start with like the like the birds and stuff. Um, and then that comes in at the end as well. And then you've got the stuff when the chant happens. And I was like, oh, okay. So like sheeps was like better for like the stuff I wanted. But I think the fact that the lyrics were split up so much with instrumentals that were so similar in my brain, it I couldn't quite like enjoy it as much as I wanted to. And also like the I mean this is the same with like everything I've listened to with Pink Floyd except from the old stuff which I haven't really delved into but they do really love an electric guitar that does a little cry noise and I'm like oh. like once or twice in a song not every single song on the album though please I'll, I'll reenact it for you that oh does my oh. yeah but like why every single song that's and it's also it's, solos? no like yeah exactly it's also like a break and I'm like ugh, I don't you know solos? maybe I'm just yeah maybe I just don't like that music I don't think I like this music yeah I don't think this kind of music is your thing it's not yeah. your bag baby no I don't think well so. I think it is an incredible album I think Dogs is still a little bit underwhelming to me but I think I've, I now think that me always saying that Animals is my favourite the only Pink Floyd album I really really like Mm-hmm. is I think that's an incredibly fair. I think it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I think dogs and... Uh, not dogs. Sheep and pigs and pigs on a wing are all perfect. Um, dogs is also a really good song, don't get me wrong. But mm-hmm. I think they took a concept, executed it perfectly. Production and the quality and just the recordings are fantastic. The performances are amazing. All the bits are great. I really like it. Where do you want to put it on the tier list? Ooh... I don't know, let me see the tier list. What would you give it out of 10? We never rated the songs, actually. No, we didn't. Um, out of 10, I'd rate this album like a 5.9. Wow. Yeah. That's mad. This is the same person that would probably give Taylor Swift's first album a 10. I didn't, though. I no, gave it a 5. I know I'm winding you up. <clears throat> what, so you give this a 5? 5.9. Okay, so where do you want to put it? Because I'm going for S or A. Oh, oh. Depending on what you go for. I was going to be generous and say B. Okay, well, I'll, we'll put it in A then. We'll say A. Fine, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's interesting. Wow. Animals by... We've done a Pink Floyd album. We have. We've actually and done honestly, an interesting genre. I'm actually like... I'm so upset that we did this album. Why? Because it's ruined it for you. <laughs> no, because like this is just like I don't know. I really thought I was gonna be like, oh my god, I love Pink Floyd, but like you don't. They let me down. Yeah, they did. Um, I, I'm glad you did this album because I found something <laughs> that I really, really like. I mean, I knew I really liked it, but like I found a new reignited love for it. Mm-hmm. Um, what I will say is, I hope that this can kind of help us to start doing more interesting records not huh. that we've not done i think owl city was an incredible choice yeah um astro world is one we just that was like a f- not a filler but we've toyed with that for yeah ages. we literally have decided to do that for like every week for the yeah. past like four weeks yeah. and then just so not done i'm it. glad we've done this because i think it means we now have the we're better equipped to challenge to go for more challenging albums yeah not saying we're going to go for something that's challenging often Mm -hmm. or ever or you know but just to go a bit more out there so you have anything you want to say i was just i'll run through my rating for the songs so i'm pretty sure i already said like four out of ten for dogs pigs you know we'll give pigs a six out of ten just because of the catchy bit and like the oinks at the start and then sheep the chant honestly that that's probably like a six again and then pigs on the wing part one and two collectively I'll give them like a 6.7. There you go. Hmm. I think it's mad we got an hour out of this. <laughs> That's so weird. That does not surprise me. We let you went you went on so many tangents mm. about um, things other than the album. <laughs> I wasn't gonna do a song thing for everyone, but just know that I put You actually it told me to. No, but I'd kinda moved on from it. Oh, okay. Uh, I can do it if you want. No, it's okay. Mm. I will. I won't. 
Nah. Um, so, thank you all for listening. Did you yeah. listen this far? Well Go done. Go follow us on Instagram or Twitter or TikTok. Just the Mad Sounds podcast and everything. You can stalk us. Go like all of our posts. Go see what we've been up to. Um, yeah. Thank you all for listening. Yeah. Uh, if you want to pay to subscribe and get occasional special episodes, there'll be a link in the description. There'll be links to all of our social medias if you need it. Mm-hmm. There'll be an email if you have any inquiries, if you want an interview, if you want to do any of that shit. So, thank you all for listening. Yeah. Good night. See you later.